0: Welcome. Together, we're going to explore our personal finances and figure out how to improve them. Whether you're just getting started in life on your finances, or you may already have a home and a car payment and you're struggling to get credit cards under control, or you're getting a later start in life on saving for retirement, ReduceDebtIncreaseWealth.com is a podcast to educate those to improve personal finances. Whether it's eliminating debt or making smart investments. Hello, Mr. Chuck here. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about your lifestyle and how changing your financial lifestyle will help you save money over the long run. What do I mean by financial lifestyle? Well, if you have six or seven credit cards that are charged up to the limit and you cannot afford to pay them off that's what i'm referring to you have too much debt instead of just talking about debt reduction which is what you need to do over you know over time but you also need to change your lifestyle you need to change your spending habits that's what i'm talking about not only lifestyle changing for your physical health it's also you can change your lifestyle for your financial health and your financial health is as important as your physical health well not really if you're dead it doesn't really matter your credit score why like talking about your credit score and how to improve your credit score well your credit score affects other things in your life it affects how much your insurance is going to cost you your insurance company is going to look up your credit score and they're going to base your premiums based on your credit score because they have figured out that your credit score reflects the amount of risk that they're taking in you so if you have a bad credit score you're going to be paying more in insurance. And I'm talking about automobile insurance, homeowner's insurance, life insurance, whatever insurance that you're trying to buy or have, your credit score is affecting it. So if you can improve your credit score, you may be able to reduce the amount you're paying for your insurance. And what this has to do with paying off your debt. Well, the more money you can save, whether it's saving by paying less in insurance, the less in interest rates on when you get a new loan or get a new credit card, the easier it is to keep it paid off. Because the less you pay out on interest, the more is going to be applied to your principal. So let's get started on. Why improve credit score? I just discussed. How do you improve your credit score? Well, the first thing you need to know is what does the credit agencies do, and how do they rate you based on your spending habits? Because remember, they don't know how much income you're making. they only know your spending habits how much is your average balance on a credit card how many loans do you have how fast are you paying them down how how many times do you apply for credit all those things are taken in consideration my first article is how to raise your credit score by 100 points in 45 days Well, it's probably not going to happen in 45 days, but it will start to happen and it takes time. And right here in this article, insurance carriers use credit scores as part of their calculations to determine the level of risk you would pose to them as an insured. They have found a direct correlation between credit scores and claim activity knowing that it's important to keep your credit scores in good shape so that insurance premiums stay in line. Here are 10 ways to increase your credit score by 100 points. Most often this can be done within a 45-day limit. Number one, and I have two articles and they both have the same number one. Check your credit report. Get a free credit report from each of the three credit reporting agencies, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, once a year at annualcreditreport.com. That is a website you can go to, annualcreditreport.com. Look for errors that lower your credit score and take action to correct them. Review the negative factors in the report and work on improving them such as paying bills on time or reducing debt. Now, when they say errors, they're, they're referring to somebody that's put a claim on your credit report, and maybe it's something that you have no knowledge of. Maybe it's something that's not you. Like I, when I was applying for my first home, and when I was looking on the, uh, my, well, it wasn't really my credit report, but the deed, I guess it was credit report. There are three people with the exact same name as mine in the same city where I lived and they had some credit issues that showed up against me. The one person was already deceased and the issue was back 20 years before I even lived in this city. I had to write a letter or a statement saying that wasn't me and give them reasons why that wasn't me and the other person was somebody i believe was in jail or lived on the other side of town and i had to do the same thing with that and once i got that done my credit got cleared up and then the mortgage company was happy i had to provide that to the mortgage company where i was applying and once that happened i didn't have any trouble But it stayed out there for a while, so I kept those letters. I think that when I refinanced maybe five or six years later, I had to go through that again, but I already knew about it, so it was a lot easier. Number two, pay your bills on time. Set up automatic payments using your bank's bill pay service or sign up for an email alert from your credit card company if you sometimes have trouble paying bills before the due date most all banks have online banking now so you can set it up online you don't have to go there if you've been a little bit late one day late it's going to hurt your credit score set up your payments through your online banking and make sure they're paid on the due date and that will help you improve your credit score number three pay off any collections paying off a collection will increase your score but be aware that the record of a debt of a gone into collection will stay on your credit report for 7 years so the faster you can get those collections paid off the better off you're going to be better off if you don't let them get that far get caught up on past due bills if you missed a payment get current as soon as you can a missing payment can lower your score by as much as 100 points it may take time for this black mark to fade from your credit report but take heart your credit score usually depends more on your most recent activity than on past credit problems so pay everything on time keep bounces low on your credit card and this is one of the things that never made sense to me you have a credit card and they give you say a five thousand dollar limit But if you spend $4,000 of it and you have a $4,000 balance, that's going to hurt your credit score. They're saying here as a rule of thumb, keep the balance at or below 10% in each line of credit to improve your credit score. A balance close to or over the limit will significantly reduce your credit score. Definitely don't want to go over your limit. Pay off debt rather than continually transfer it. While a balance transfer to pay zero interest to a lower interest rate on your debt can be worthwhile, make sure you pay down the bounds before increasing your debt load. FICO says paying down your overall debt is one of the most effective ways to boost your score. Remember, you're trying to reduce your debt. We don't want to in- increase your debt, we don't want to create new debt. Now, this Transferring balances if you have a credit card that you're paying 20% interest on, or 22%, or whatever, a high rate of interest, and you have another credit card that you've already paid off, and they offer you a balance transfer, say 3% to transfer it, and there's going to be zero interest for 12 months, then transfer the amount of money to that card that you can have paid off in 12 months and you will save interest and you can make those payments and and you know you'll pay a whole lot less interest that is an acceptable to me way to get out of debt what they're saying here is don't keep increasing your debt by balance transferring these balances number Seven, don't close paid off accounts. And now I have stated this in the past. Once you get a credit card paid off, don't close it because that will hurt your credit score. Closing unused credit card accounts reduce your available credit and can lower your credit score. Keeping them open and unused shows you manage credit wisely and think twice before closing older credit card accounts because a long credit history improves your score. Then we go number eight, shop for new credit over a short period of time. If you're shopping for a mortgage, a car loan or a new credit card, you can usually apply for the credit within one or two or three days. And that's not going to affect your score negatively because the scoring system will recognize that you're actually looking for new credit. So they'll look at all those applications as one instead of several have a mix of credit types. They prefer to see consumers with both installment loans and credit cards. If you're repaying student loans or have a car loan or a mortgage, then having one or two credit cards is also a good idea. While having too many credit cards could be a negative factor, you should have at least one to improve you can handle credit proportionately. If you have a car loan and a student loan and you don't have any credit card debt, they're saying is get at least one credit card, use it sparingly, pay it off every month, be careful. Now, if you're trying to get out of debt, you probably already have that mix. You just need to get the balances down. And apply for new credit. Sparingly apply for new credit when you actually need it and not simply to boost your available credit. Open several new credit accounts in a short time frame can lower your score. Everything you do affects your credit. Having too much credit, at least having too much credit with the balances all high is bad. Making late payments is bad. Having something going into collections is bad that's why when i go to the doctor and i have a big doctor bill i set up a payment plan with the doctor one because they're not going to charge me interest if i pay him off with a credit card i'm going to be paying interest and it's going to take longer to pay off so i set it up directly with the medical provider they usually don't charge you interest they usually give you a year depending on how much you owe them If you get it set up quick enough, they will not turn it over to collections. Those are the things you're trying to avoid. A lot of times, if you make a late payment to a medical provider, they most likely may not be reporting it to the credit bureau. It's important. So everything you do. As you can see, your lifestyle, your financial lifestyle needs to be adjusted to bring all these things in together once a year check your credit score make sure you got nothing negative out there make all on time payments don't let your credit card balances get over 10 percent. but another this article another article is can my credit score go up 100 points in a month and what they're saying here is you can have up to 30 percent be safe have your credit card balance no more than 20% of what they the credit they give you. You can see these links to these articles in my show notes. So what's the number? Of your credit score if it's if you especially keep it at a high level. Anything over 750 is a good credit score. The credit scores range from zero to 850. So anything over 750, you're in a pretty good range. However, if your credit score is a low number, anything under 650, it could add misery to an otherwise happy life. Anytime you want credit, you certainly dearly pay for it in the form of high interest rates. So that's another reason why it's important to keep a good credit score. You can get lower interest rate. I personally knew that my whole life i've had decent credit scores i don't think i've ever seen a good rate at least in my opinion i hadn't seen good rates i have hadn't paid terribly high rates but i always thought i could get should be getting a better rate and that's just me and that's my personal thing so what's a good credit score it's like your college exam that you take after high school. The higher it is, the more doors that open. The more doors open, the easier your life. Any score above 750 tells the business world you're excellent risk and you can borrow money at most favorable interest rate. Numbers between 650 and 750 are gray areas. You're probably offered loans and credit, but probably not at the best rates. And that's probably where I was falling into most of my life. Fall below 650, you might find it difficult getting a loan or credit line. At an especially affordable rate, and just a note: my credit score was 817. I paid off a bunch of debt. It went up one point. It's 818 now. And a bunch of debt was was like ten thousand in a short period of time, like in three months. Once you get up around 800, it's you'll never make 850. I don't know why they even have that. But you'll never make 850. It's very hard. I don't know who does. I know some people have, but definitely I'm not, I'm not trying to get there, but it'd be nice. Okay, raise your credit score fast. You see, the quickest way to raise your credit score is unearthing an error in your credit report. Same as the other article, number one. Find an error in any of your credit reports and eradicate it. Take care of it. What, do whatever you have to do to dispute that debt, especially if it doesn't belong to you. It shouldn't be that difficult. Maybe just write them a letter. Each credit bureau will have a course of action you can take to dispute a, something on your credit report. Once that's changed, it's possible to have a 100-point jump in a month, and that could happen. Large errors are uncommon. Only about 1 in 20 consumers have one in their file that could impact the interest on a loan or credit line. So it's important to monitor your score. Just in case somebody stole your identity and they're applying for a lot of credit and you're seeing a lot of credit being applied for on on your credit report, that's a clue that maybe somebody could have stole your identity. And you want to dispute all that if that's not you doing it. And it says here in this article another quick way to improve your credit score is to make payments every two weeks instead of once a month. The increased methods helps reduce your credit utilization, which is a huge factor in your score. And that's you know not going over the twenty uh, percent of your available credit on a credit card. I get paid once a week, so if I have a Item on my credit card that I purchased after I did the 30 day rule, I put it on a credit card because it's convenient. Then I might make payments on that every payday until I get that paid off. So it might take six weeks, but then it'll be gone. And it might be three quarters away paid off before it shows up on it in my first statement. And you need to look for credit cards that give you a 20 or 30 day grace period before they start charging you interest. A lot of credit cards charge charging interest on the day that you make the charge. So if you can find a credit card that gives you a 20 day grace period, maybe that'll make it to your first statement and you can pay it all off and not pay any interest. That's always a plus the less interest you pay, the better off you're going to be. That is a lifestyle, financial lifestyle. Long-term strategy for raising your credit score. And again, it's the same. Don't miss payment deadlines. Monitor how much credit line you're using off each card. The tax per consumers use less than 30% of the available credit on their cards are less than $300 on a card with a $1,000 limit. The financial world calls it credit utilization. Every step over 30% utilization mark has a negative impact on your score. This is true even if you make your required payments each month. Borrow to pay off high interest credit card debt. You might ask a family member for a loan or find money through an online peer-to-peer lender. However, you might find it difficult to get a personal loan from a bank if your credit score is low. And what they're talking about there, if you go to the bank, that's a debt consolidation loan. A lot of people do it. It's not really reducing your debt. You're just accumulating and paying off all your credit cards and creating one debt for example if you have five credit cards and you owe a balance of five thousand dollars on each of the five credit cards and your limit on all five credit cards is five thousand dollars so they're maxed out you can borrow money five times five is twenty five thousand go to the bank get a personal loan for twenty five thousand pay off all those credit cards put it into one loan For most likely a lower rate of interest say six percent or five percent and over time you could pay off your debt faster the bank will make you close all five of those credit card accounts that in itself will hurt your credit score initially but over time especially if you're making additional payments on that debt consolidation loan And the faster you get that down from day one, the better your score is going to look. Then be realistic. If you have a big negative on your credit file, a bankruptcy or foreclosure, for instance, your credit score will take a long time to recover. The best you can do is keep current on your bills and refrain from running balances. Don't close any credit cards even if you're not using them. Closing credit cards reduce your overall available credit, which increases your credit utilization. Conversely, don't open new accounts. Each time you apply for a credit or a loan, a card issue, a mortgage lender, or auto lender inquires a credit bureau for information. Inquiries made in the past two years can lower your credit score, the opposite of what you're trying to achieve. Again, if you're gonna be applying for new credit say a car loan do it all close together within one or two days or within a week and then most they can consider that as one instance of applying for credit if you do it over a month once a week for a month then they're gonna look at well he's applying for credit four different times that's not good make micropayments paying small amounts what you owe even before you receive a monthly bill will lower your credit utilization and this is what i talked about pay every payday this technique is especially useful if you buy an expensive item or take a vacation that you charge to your cards so yes make a payment that you can afford on a regular basis remember the number 1 if you got a lot of debt Maybe you've already done a debt consolidation loan and still have a couple credit cards that you've charged up since you've done that. Trying to reduce your debt, you gotta quit creating new debt. That's step number one. Once you stop creating new debt, you gotta build up an emergency fund so as something happens, you have the money to pay for most of it without creating new debt that's step number two so you need to stay focused it's a lifestyle change part of reducing your debt is having your finances under control by using a budget a lot of people are afraid of budgets i don't know why a budget is only there to help you Recognize how much money you have coming in from income and other sources, how much money you got going out. Once you identify where your money is going to, then you can look at items that pop up maybe once a year, like a subscription. You go, well, what's that? Why am I paying for this? And you can cancel those items and it can save you money and the most common subscription i can think of is antivirus for your computer maybe you had an older computer and you had a subscription that you're still paying for but now you got a new computer and you got a new prescription because that's what i always did because i always forgot i had the other one then the old one pops up well i cancel it i ain't gonna pay another you know hundred dollars or whatever it is over time that adds up you review your items you're that you're paying on a monthly basis, and you have to think to yourself, "Do I really need this item? Am I one? Am I using it? How often do I use it? Can I get by without it? And if the answer is yes, you can get by without it. You need to cancel it, and why are you going to do that because that's going to free up some money. Whether on a monthly or quarterly or annual basis, it's going to free up money. It's going to allow you to put more money into your savings account, which over time will help you pay off your debt that's the end of another episode i hope you found it useful and if you'd like to share this episode with your friends please do so i'm open for any suggestions for improvement or for information that you would like to talk about in future episodes you can go to my facebook page and leave me a message i'm more than glad to comply to find my Facebook page, go to reduceddebtincreasewealth.com and click on the Facebook icon to go to my Facebook website.